You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So Mitch Davis, loveracing.nz, your home of thoroughbred racing, and Mitch, great to have you on board on a Group One day. The weather hasn't played the board, played the game, but gee, the racing there's been some great finishes. Pleasure to join you as always, Clay. Look, it was expected the weather, but um, it doesn't make it any easier when you see the lights of Legato and the creek coming out. But it'll still be a great day of racing, regardless. It has been already. Hey, Mitch, sorry, Clay. Do you do you have one of these? I wish I win hats. I may have, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you don't need one. If you were, if you were not, if you didn't have one, and you were someone listening that didn't have one, and they had to get one by tipping a winner, what would you tip? Oh, I would have tipped Saddle Snapper in race two. Um, oh, sure, you would have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, King. Um, much. You know, the Mustang. The Mustang's going to be pretty hard to beat in the good one now. I'd say um, the track's looking right up a rally. Um, but at a bit of bit better odds, I'd say I'd steer down to Rickon, race eight, Tatamir Lad. I think he gets in really well at the weights. Um, LJ, who's the main danger in the race, he beat, meets him, I think, five kilos better off at the weights in the winter top when they last met. So um, I think he's around $4. I think he's a better player. Okay. Don't mind that. You know, I noticed, like, you know, Kylie Williams, uh, she's stuck with Loquita for that race and uh, gets Christian Madu, Tatamir Lad. Uh, Kylie's stuck with Tatamir Lad. Yeah, like, like nothing throughout all season. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to read too much into that, Clayto. Like they've, as you said, um, she's a regular pile on both. And Krishna Madhu has ridden um, Tatamir Lab before, but there may just be the fact that Laquita might have more scope towards those better races, like the breeders and stuff, whereas Tatamir Lab might be waiting for more wet tracks. So his campaign may be coming towards the end, whereas hers may be um, you know, still progressing onwards a bit further. He's a smart horse, Taramir Lad. Uh, you would have stayed up last light, late last night, Mitch, to watch Imperiatrice. Yeah, no, it was well worth it too. Oh, God, I didn't think she was actually going to get up past that swear, but um, yeah, she's good, isn't she? Um, regardless of whether I had a ticket or I had to win the Moir and the Mercado, I was, um, I was still gobsmacked by that one. Yeah. It was... It really, like, I set the alarm because I, I don't stay up late. I'm not a night owl like Clayto. I'm not a, a man of the night who just gets out and, and gets into it. I'm uh, usually tucked up nice and early, Mitch. I set my alarm and I watched. I, so I set the alarm goes, and you wake up and you're kind of bleary-eyed and you, you watch it. About halfway through the race, I was thinking, I was like, I can't really tell, but I, I don't know if she's going to win this. Like, I, I was kind of a bit confused. I was like, are they going fast enough for her to be able to reel them in? And then I see, as you know, at the valley, they have that camera angle as they sweep around and they have to come deep on the bend because they've got to get going. I just saw her just level up and just go to another gear. And then she pretty much eased down on the line or ears pricked. And you go, oh, my God, what was I thinking? She's in another stratosphere, but I think she's probably raced, rated a, a personal best there. And that's scary considering that was fresh over another 1,000. When she gets up over the, the six furlongs, how fast is she going to go? 
Well, that's the thing. She broke her track record again. She's had two starts there this, this season, and she's broken the track record twice. So it goes to show how well she's going. The track's probably playing quite fast. But I actually thought Opie had landed a few spots there at the back that he wanted to win Uncommon James and Nascaro landed in front of him. So I was thinking the same. I was like, Jesus, is, is she actually going to get up there? And I think that, um, they found her, you know, the table with her is just that right uh, left-handed sort of sprinting trip at Moody Valley. She sweeps around that turn so well and changes leg. And, gee, it was um, it was just great to wake up for. Amelia's jewel was also good in the race prior, but I think um, Imperatory stole the line right there. And what about this as well? I mean, you never would have had this on your bingo card. The two biggest storylines, I reckon, of the, the Everest, which is <laughs> all of a sudden rivaling the Melbourne Cup of the, as the most talked about race in this part of the world, is, well, I wish I win. The Peter Moody horse with broken, you know, the, the Waikato stud foal had crooked legs and he's gone across there and turned into a, an absolute weapon. And the fact that the New Zealand sprinting mare in Peritrez, who's our railway winner, and she won the Eclipse as a two-year-old with Jamie Richards at 10 bucks, and she's, she's Australian bred, but she truly is a Kiwi galloper. Well, the fact she's not going there is dominating the Everest storylines. How could... The Everest is the most Australian of Australian races outside the Melbourne Cup, really, because it's for speed, it's for sprinters. And New Zealand is all in their storylines. I mean, I wonder if they're kind of a bit annoyed. Like, give us... You guys stop cramping our style. Just It's our race. Leave us alone. But... It's it's funny how it's panned out, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree. And you know, we talk about this three cup with um, you know, Sharp and Smart, Legato, Prowess and Lights. What about that crop? You know, Imperatrees and I wish I went for that crop. They weren't exactly yes, Imperatrees was good in um that season, but you know, she didn't win a thousand guineas, that was um the perfect pink and they've both gone on to become such great racehorses and you know, in a time where we've we're thinking where's the Kiwi's flag been flying apart from these three year olds, um, they're really standing up. It's a good point. It's a very good point. And that's that was the Levin Classic year where ooh, was it on the bubbles ran in that race as well. You're right. It was the it's just been a couple of Yeah, on the bubbles and pair of trees and I wish I win around the trifecta in the outside. I wish I win probably the outsiders, so um, and it's kind of interesting to see how more switch differences are, uh, distances sorry. Like, I wish I win he was you know, being set for a cock fight when he went over and um, and Cara has been racing over a mile here um, until she um, failed in the airfield at Manamata that um, last season so it's, it's just quite bizarre really, seeing these horses switch distances and be so effective at the shorter distances it's an interesting point. Maybe it's a maybe it was a bit of a preconceived idea, and for a wee while we just kind of assumed that we were breeding and racing, you know, middle distance mile, middle distance horses, and we kind of lost a bit of confidence. But you know, your rocking horses, your Levantes, your Imperatrices has kind of recaptured uh, our imagination when it came to sprinting distances. It's an interesting conversation, Mitch. Actually, um, should have known you would have brought something intelligent like that to the conversation. <laughs> you got anything else for him, Clayton? I'm, I'm feeling a little bit. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm smart enough to talk to Mitch now. <laughs> wow, geez, there's a vote of confidence for you, Mitch. Hey, uh, great to have you on board today, Mitch. Um, let you cuddle up on the couch there and uh, enjoy the rest of the afternoon's punting. Pleasure, fellas. You too. Have a good one. Thank you, Mitch. Mitch Davis, son of the goat. Uh, loveracing.nz featuring Peking Duck, Sir Dave Dobbin and the Black Seeds. It's one hot ticket. <laughs> the Grand Tour.nz.